up to make this thing come together and be amazing. Ow! Rockstar shit. <laughs> and this is me and Billy's favorite toast. And it goes to all of us in the room. Here's to living like movie stars, partying like rock stars. Billy? And fucking like car stars. <laughs> Where do I even begin? Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of LM2 Talks. As always, I'm your host, Larry. This week on the podcast, I hopefully have a fun topic for you all. Um, I imagine for those of you that are listening, it's been pretty hard to miss the two documentaries on the Fire Festival that came out. One uh, residing on Hulu, the other residing on Netflix, both of which I personally feel should be watched, um, not because they are the greatest pieces of filmmaking ever, but because they give us a really interesting insight into, I, I, the words kind of escape me for what we should describe fire as. And, you know, normally I save spoiler free reviews for later in the episode. Uh, but what I'm going to say is that I really think that both of these documentaries are worth watching because even though there's some overlap between the two, I do feel that they are able to approach the topic from two different sides. Um, I think one of the things, um, just a little bit of perspective on the way that I watch them, I watched the Netflix documentary first, and I feel that it did a really great job of kind of putting on full display how much of a poorly planned event the fire festival was and a lot of kind of the shenanigans that kind of went on behind the scenes of actually producing it whereas the hulu document does a much better job of kind of diving into kind of the marketing as well as the culture behind why this thing kind of happened the way that it did and kind of how how people who were supposed to be attendees of this event um, found themselves uh, bamboozled, hoodwinked, whatever word you want to use. Um, and I think both of these takes are important to view because I think they kind of give you a little bit of a fuller picture. The other thing that I, I feel is important to mention is the Netflix documentary is actually produced by um, the marketing company that helped promote the fire festival. Um, you know, I don't, I don't say that to make you think differently about the documentary that was produced, but I think it is important to kind of keep that in mind as you're watching it and as they kind of talk about different things that went on. Um, and I think that was for me, one of the things that stood out about the kind of the Hulu documentary, because, um, you know, and, and this may be a little bit of a spoiler, depending on how you look at it. I feel that they don't necessarily let that marketing company off the hook. But that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. You know, if you're listening to this, my hope is that you've watched the documentaries or at least one of the documentaries. 
Um, because they, as I was watching them, they led me to think about something very specific. So if you watch them, or even if you haven't, you've probably come across the idea of influencer marketing pretty recently. It's this, it's this idea where people that have, you know, essentially people that have a big social media influence get tapped by different companies to help promote their product. And so these people can be anywhere from, you know, extremely affluent, you know, models or media people like your, you know, your Kendall Jenner's or any of the Kardashian folks to people that have just been able to cultivate a really big following on social media for kind of sharing their different takes or ideas or products that they use or whatever it may be. And between that and kind of the, you know, the, the guys behind the fire festival, mainly or namely, um, Ja Rule and Billy McFarland, uh, both of which are pretty shady characters just generally. Um, I found myself really thinking about this idea of faking it until you make it and, you know, kind of where, where the line is on that. So obviously whether you watched it or not, whether you watch the documentaries or not, I'm sure you have heard about the fire festival. Um, if you haven't really quickly, the background is there was this huge festival that was touted that was supposed to be happening in the Bahamas. Um, social media influencers were tapped to really promote it. And they got all of these young affluent, you know, millennials to really feel like this was something that they needed to go to. Of course, the event didn't go as planned and there were a ton of kind of issues with it um, that ultimately caused it to devolve into a catastrophe or um, as the way that I described it, uh, my social media as I was watching them, a circus tent on fire. Um, and, you know, it's it's really, really interesting to me because, you know, again, like I said, Billy, the guy, the main guy who's kind of behind all of the fraudulent activity on this, you know, yes, he's a fraud. He's a con man. Um, but a lot of kind of what I saw were elements of this idea of faking it until you make it. So, you know, everything from not ever having put together a festival before or a major concert to um, how different people were kind of working outside of their means and not really kind of taking into consideration their own ability or the resources that they had available and just kind of continually pushing through. And, you know, I, I'll be honest, like I'm always a person who kind of co-signs that idea of faking it until you make it. Because usually when we're talking about that, we're not talking about criminality. We're not necessarily talking about fraud. We're talking about you know, the, the reality is right now, it can be very difficult to get a job or it can be difficult to get your foot in the door. And so there's a certain level of kind of faking it that you have to do in order to kind of up, upgrade your viability within whether it's the job pool or anything else that you're going for. Um, and for those of you that follow me on social media, you know, I kind of put out a poll on this to just kind of see how other people felt about it. And, you know, for the most part, most people kind of approve of the idea of faking it until you make it. And I mean, I think for a lot of young people, we've all been in that place where we've needed to do so. Um, 
but you know like i said there's there's this line to it and i think one of my friends put it really well in in commenting on my post you know she brought up the idea of well don't say that you have a skill that you don't have you know or that you're not truly capable of and i think for me that's a that's a really important point you know is it something are you saying you can do something that you are currently working at learning currently working at getting better at or is this something that you have no intention of learning or no intention of getting better at and are you just kind of putting that out there like are you defrauding people are you scamming people with this or is it you know is it a little bit more noble where it's and maybe noble is not quite the right word. That's that's kind of the difficulty with this because, you know, I know there have been times when when I do it. You know, there are times when I may not have the most confidence in something we're doing or you know or something that is being pursued, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fake it, partially to make sure that the rest of the team is on board, or to get them energized about what we're doing, despite you know any fear that I have, but. For the most part, I'm never telling anybody that I am capable of doing something that I don't know that I can do, that I don't know that I can learn. And I think that for me is kind of that line, you know, are we telling people, hey, I I can do this thing because I'm going to put the effort in. I have the ability to learn it. I have skills that are adjacent to this that allow me to know that I'm going to be able to do this. Or is it something, like I said before, that I have no intention of doing? I don't have the resources to make that happen. I've never even attempted this and I'll never be able to attempt it. And you know, that's, that's, that's tricky. That's tricky. That's sticky. Like, how do you get through that? How do you kind of cut through, Hey, this is where, you know, I'm upping my confidence. I'm giving myself the strength to push through and figure out these things so that when I do land in that position where I'm doing this thing, I've already kind of set myself up to be there and to, you know, be accepted and to show that I can handle this versus, Hey, I'm still going to be making this up as I go along. You know, and again, there's there's not necessarily anything with making it up as as we go along. I think I think all of us do that to a certain extent. Obviously, there are places where it doesn't make sense to do so. You know, as, as someone brilliantly commented on one of my posts, you know, if you're doing surgery, you, you really can't fake it till you make it because lives are on the line. But, you know, whether, you know, if we're looking at, you know, creative endeavors, if we're looking at event planning, there are certain aspects to which you can fake it, to, to which you can kind of get yourself in the door. But at the same time, you need to be realistic about what that looks like, you know, and you have to take feedback. You have to be willing to learn as you're kind of progressing through this. And that was the thing that I saw kind of continually in you know, what was going on in these fire documentaries. Every time someone kind of said, hey, I don't know if we can do this. You know, it doesn't seem like we have the means to do this. We don't have the resources. We don't have the space. We don't have the people, whatever it was, rather than kind of taking that and saying, hey, all right, well, let's let's take this back to the draw drawing board. It seemed like there was this kind of, hey, let's double down on this. You know, we, we know we can't do this. We've kind of seen that this is going to be impossible for us, but you know, let's, let's, let's put the goal line a little bit further out each time. And you know, that's, that's kind of where I find myself concerned with a little bit of kind of the 
fake it until you make it culture. You know, how much of it is, you know, truly that kind of self-improvement aspect of it where you're using it as a way to push yourself forward and how much of it is you're only using it to further yourself. And, you know, I kind of want to draw the distinction there because I think self-improvement, you know, faking it until you make it in a self-improvement context can be very beneficial for a lot of people. It forces you to think differently. It forces you to try new things. It forces you to learn new things. But if you're simply doing it to advance your station and you're not necessarily learning anything along the way, that can be very bad. That can be very detrimental and it can affect people in a really negative way. Um, for example, using fire, you know, it affected, you know, the workers in the Bahamas in a really negative way where they were not getting paid all because this person decided, hey, we're just going to keep going with this. We're going to push this forward, even though we know we can't pay people, even though we don't have the money, we don't have the funding. Everything is more expensive than we think it's going to be. Let's kind of push through and, you know, we'll be fine. We'll, we're going to make it. It doesn't matter if these other people kind of make out through this. And I think that's the thing that, I, you know, I, I find myself asking people to consider is who is affected by you faking it in this way? You know, are you the only person who could be negatively impacted by this? You know, could it mean that, you know, you don't get that position that you want or that you are affected versus are you putting other people's livelihoods on the line? Are you putting other people's lives on the line in this in a certain kind of context? So I, I think that's kind of where where I'm at with a lot of this, you know, and, and for some of you, you might be thinking, well, you didn't really say much of anything there or, you know, I. I, I still feel a little confused about it. I, I really want to hear kind of your perspective on it. You know, is there a certain bit of it that, you know, is kind of that negative piece of it that we do need to curtail? Or do you see it as almost like a purely positive thing? And, you know, there, you know, obviously everything is a spectrum and I'm not expecting anybody to kind of come down firmly yes 100% of the time or no 100% of the time and i know that's that's kind of the danger of putting out a poll on social media because realistically i only gave two options and i did that very specifically because i wanted to see how people were going to respond if they were going to add to their answers and things like that i'd also love to hear from you all if there are specific examples within your own life of when you've either had to fake it to make it or you've kind of stopped yourself from faking it to make it and you know i i i i think this i think this could be a really interesting exercise for for those of you that are listening out there you know and on top of just thinking about your own experiences thinking about was anybody affected by your actions so definitely hit me up on social media at larry tron pretty much everywhere where you can you know log in and and tag people or shoot me an email, Larry at lm2photo.com. I really want to hear what you have to say about this. I want to hear about, you know, your experiences with thanking it until you make it, who was affected, all of that. So definitely hit me up there. Moving into spoiler-free reviews, uh, this week was kind of a more or less quiet week for me. 
There are only a few things that I actually took the time to see. Um, mostly because, you know, the weather is starting to get colder and I'm gonna be real, I don't really like going outside that much when it's freezing cold. But this week, the movie that I went to see in theaters was Dragon Ball Super Broily. Um, for most of you, probably don't care. Uh, but for anybody who likes the Dragon Ball series, I think it was a fun movie. Story was a little bit dumb, but who's really in it for the story? The action was amazing. The other thing that I really enjoyed about the movie is uh, a little bit of a backstory on my love for Dragon Ball. I've been watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z since I was about five years old. And I always kind of preferred the original Dragon Ball series to Z only because uh, I felt like it was a bit more of a comedic series. There was a lot more fun to be had with what was going on. And it wasn't all just like, you know, these super fights where planets were being destroyed. And I feel like this film was able to kind of capture the fun aspects of the original Dragon Ball and some of the more hard hitting action of Z and Super. So if you're into that kind of thing, I think you'll probably enjoy this film. Um, the other thing that I watched this week was the Punisher season two, probably the final season on Netflix. Um, I don't want to say that it was a bad season of television. Uh, it just may not have been kind of the the best way for the show to go out in terms of an overall season. I think that it finished strongly, but the season, as with most Marvel Netflix, was incredibly uneven. There were some great performances, especially from John Barenthal, uh, but ultimately there were a ton of characters that just... I felt like they just weighed down the story and they made decisions that were stupid. I mean, the, the easiest way to put it is there were a bunch of stupid characters doing stupid things and it kind of took away from the enjoyment of the season. And the other problem, you know, again, like most Marvel Netflix shows, it was a few episodes too long. I mean, we're talking about a 13 episode season. And by the time I was at episode 10, I thought it was about to wrap up. I thought we were done and it just kind of kept going. Um, but I mean, again, that's my thoughts on it. I would love to hear what you think about the Punisher season two on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I already told you my thoughts on the two fire uh, festival documentaries. Uh, this week, there's not so much that I'm loving. Um, I haven't found anything that like really stood out to me in the past week that I'm like, I really need to tell you guys about it, uh, but I am searching for it. Um, I have a couple of new things that I am working on. I know last week on the podcast, I told you about a listicle that I'm working on for um, you know, the characters that I want to see in the Into the Spider-Verse sequels and spinoffs. Uh, so that will hopefully be coming out this week. Um, the Oscar nominees were also just announced. And while I'm not going to necessarily, you know, do a big, long written piece on my thoughts on the snubs and surprises, because I think some other people have done a much better job on that than I can. I may weigh in on one or two specific things that I think are missing 
and you know why I really enjoy those properties. So right now I'm not sure if I'm going to do that as a bonus episode of the podcast or in writing form or what. Um, definitely let me know if you're interested in that. Also, I am hoping uh, within the next month, um, looking at February right now, at starting uh, the online kind of movie club that I've been thinking about batting around for a while. Um, I would definitely love some of the some feedback from you all on what you would like to see in there, uh, how you would like it to operate. If there are specific movies that are coming out that you want us to add to the list, definitely let me know. Um, you know, once again, hit me up on social media at Larry Tron, pretty much wherever um, email me Larry at LM2 photo.com. Um, and you know, continue to listen to this podcast on Apple, Apple podcasts or Spotify or Google podcasts or Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this on, be sure to give me a review. It helps other people find the podcast. It also tells me if I'm doing a good job and I want to know if I'm doing a good job or not. Definitely leave your feedback. And until next time, talk to you again soon, fam. Peace.